Welcome to Pep Talk, a podcast from the Professional Edge Project. My name is JP Edgington, I'm the head coach and creator of the Professional Edge Project, and in this podcast, I'll be talking about how we can enhance our personal and professional effectiveness, how we can increase our mental resilience, how we can increase our calm, our composure, our confidence, our capacity and our capability, all for the benefit of our professional and our personal lives, since each has an impact on the other. If you like what you hear, I'd love to hear from you. It would be great if you could share it as well. But more importantly, more important than that, if something I cover resonates, then I urge you to take some action off the back of it. Even if it's something small, take some action off the back of it. Information is pointless without application. Thanks in advance. I really appreciate you taking time out of your busy days to listen to this, but I really hope that you get some value, you get something that can actually make your lives a bit easier, give you some clarity on your day, give you some more confidence and allow you to go out there and and do what you do best. Let's go. Welcome to the next episode of Pep Talk. It's been a while since the last one and partly it's been due to a number of reasons, but one of them being uh, our dear old friend, procrastination. I've recently been trying to get a lot of stuff done. I've got a lot of things I want to um, get achieved in the next few months. And as always, when you start uh, creating plans, start laying down what it is you want to get done and how it, or what it's going to require to get it done, you know, those lists that we make, um, the tasks that we outline, can become quite overwhelming. <clears throat> and the title of this podcast is My Toaster Doesn't Make Sense, and but then sometimes neither do we. So here's the thing, my toaster, right, I'll, be, I'll get back to procrastination in a minute, but my toaster, it goes all the way up to number seven, okay, the dial sets from like zero to seven. It's toast spread perfectly at about two and a half, okay? Perfectly. So I always wonder what on earth you would want a gauge up to number seven for. To be honest, at about three and a half, it completely obliterates the bread. So what, what on earth is the point of, su- of, a, of, a, of a seven setting on the toaster? I just don't get it. It doesn't make any sense. Why would I want it? Does anybody want completely obliterated toast? We would probably set the house on fire. All right. Does not make sense. And for all those clever ones who go, oh, that's probably for when you've got a piece of frozen bread. It's got a setting on the toaster for frozen bread. So it's not even there. But then us as humans sometimes don't make a lot of sense either. And one example of that is Dero procrastination. Yep. So that's where the two's linked. So there I am with with what I need to do. I know what I want to do. I know why I want to do it. I've got this, this list of things that I want to do or, or list of things that need to get done if I want to achieve these things. And then comes dear old overwhelm, which then leads to procrastination. So I know exactly what needs to be done. Yet my response to the workload isn't just to get on and do it. 
but my response is to avoid it. It's about as much sense as my number seven setting on my toaster. How is that ever going to be a, a useful solution? How am I ever going to get to my goals if I just get overwhelmed by looking at everything that I need to do? It doesn't make sense, but I'm sure all of us have kind of experienced this. Now, that's not the only cause or reason behind um, procrastination or overwhelm, but you know, it's one of them. But because I've been, you know, I talk about this a lot, I've studied a lot of this stuff, I've looked into it a lot, I'm kind of, I have a slightly different perspective. I can catch myself more readily um, feeling overwhelmed or procrastinating or such like. Instead of beating myself up, I now get to the point where I'm quite fascinated by it. And sometimes even I get quite amused by it. Which is handy because beating myself up certainly isn't going to help and it's just going to compound the fact and we've probably all been there where we're feeling a bit overwhelmed so then we start to procrastinate you know start avoiding certain things for whatever reasons I mean that's a whole host of podcasts why we avoid these things and then that just leads to a bit of guilt or that leads to beating ourselves up which knocks our confidence. And there's just this negative compound effect, you know, it just starts chipping away at um, our confidence. And then we just get into this kind of circle of avoiding and then feeling bad and then getting more worried because we're falling behind and so on. What I was able to do is you go, okay, I I know I've got a whole host of tools um, that I've learned about and that I teach, I share, I coach. And so it's like, okay, I need to pick something. What do I do? And a very interesting or very useful piece of advice is if somebody else came to me with this situation, what would my advice be to them? How often is the advice that we would give other people not the advice we would give ourselves? But sometimes just flipping it around and going, okay, if I had a client of mine coming to me with overwhelm and procrastination, what would my advice be? Okay, maybe change your environment. Okay, at the moment, the overwhelm is caused by looking at everything you have to do, which is a label that potentially we've attached to it, certainly in my tasks. I'm not employed by anybody. I'm self-employed, so all of the tasks I put down on my list are my tasks. So I have put them down as things I want to do, not that I have to do. Um... So am I just looking at what I have to do or need to do rather than what I can do within the amount of time that I've got? Irrelevant. If I've got 15 things that need to be done in the next hour, if I am completely unable to get 15 things done in that time frame, there is absolutely no point worrying about it because every second I waste that will lead into a minute that I waste worrying about it means that I'm just going to get less done. What can I get done in this time? Not what do I need to get done? What do I have to get done? What can I get done in this time? Okay, then we can pick some stuff. Can I change my environment? Where's the best place for me to be to help me get this stuff done? So for me, I know I'm more creative, bizarrely, in coffee shops, I don't work well at home. There's too many kind of cluttery distractions. You know, too many jobs that need doing. I work best when I'm 
sat in coffee shops. That's the story I'll tell myself and I'll keep telling myself that. Thank you very much. Um, but so I shift my physical location. I shift my environment. Yeah, I made sure I didn't go to the one that was close by. I went for a walk first. So I got a bit of air. Uh, it was quite chilly. So it woke me up a little bit. Um, I listened to certain stuff on the way forward to try and change my state, try to change my mental engagement. And all the while, just kept talking to myself and go, what can I get done? What can I get done? Need, want to. The time I have is the time I have. What have I got and how can I use it? Getting something boxed off is better than getting nothing boxed off. And just telling myself these things. And again, this is the kind of advice I would ask or I would um, offer somebody else if they came to me with that question so yeah sometimes we are as daft as a toaster that goes up to seven when two and a half toasts bread perfectly but unlike the toaster we've got more options you know we've got different ways in which we can um, uh, pull things around so that we can come back to be more logical and rational and and when we feel overwhelmed we can begin to spot it through practice and being more aware of how we're feeling and the triggers, things that cause our overwhelm and actually be able to ask questions of ourselves. And if we want better outcomes, one of the best things is being able to ask ourselves better questions. And that's what a coach does. A coach asks, you know, the most appropriate question for for their clients to be able to um, usually come up with the answers themselves. So that's it for today. Um, Procrastination. Avoidance. All forms of inappropriate mental engagement. And one of the solutions is to figure out some other ways to engage yourself, um, engage your mind in a more productive way. Ask better questions can help that. Changing your environment can help that. And just looking at what have I got how can I use it? What time have I got available and how can I get stuff done? What can I get done in this time frame rather than I've got all of these things to get done? And as I've said before, if you don't have a time put next to the task that you need to get done, well, how on earth are you going to know whether you can fit it all in in a day or an hour or whatever the time frame is? Um, That's it for me today and I will catch you on the next one.